Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello and welcome to the week 13 preview and picks edition of the show. We will go over last week's Thanksgiving week games, uh, the results, some of the stat lines from those games, a few pieces of injury news, the one piece of coaching news, and then we'll go over the games and lines for next week as well as my best bet picks. Majority of this time is going to be spent on last week's recap. Didn't have time again thanks to the uh, 9 to 5 work job not giving me the time to uh, sit down and actually fix some notes for the games. So basically going over last week, the injury news, coaching news, and then the lines and spreads. Before running right into the best bets, so most of this episode will be the recap from last week's games. So at first we had the Green Bay Packers defeating the Detroit Lions 29-22 on the first of three Thanksgiving games. Jared Goff had 332 yards, two touchdowns. Jordan Love, 268 yards and three touchdowns. Christian Watson finally had a big game this season, five receptions for 94 yards and a score as well. In the second of the three Thanksgiving Day games, we had Dallas, uh, the Cowboys, defeating the Washington Commanders 45-10. Sam Howell had 300 yards and one interception. Curtis Samuel, nine receptions for 100 yards, but no scores. And Dak Prescott had 331 through the air and four touchdowns. In the nightcap of Thanksgiving, San Francisco 49ers defeated the Seattle Seahawks 31-13. Geno Smith had 180 yards and one pick, while Brock Purdy had 209 yards, one touchdown, and one interception as well. Christian McCaffrey, 114 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, while also adding in five receptions for 25 receiving yards. The Miami Dolphins defeated the New York Jets 34-13 on Black Friday. Tim Boyle started for the Jets and had 179 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Tua Tagovailoa, 243 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions as well. Uh, Raheem Mostert, 94 yards on the ground and two scores. Jalen Waddell, eight receptions, 114 yards. And Tyreek Hill, nine receptions, 102 yards and one touchdown. The Atlanta Falcons defeated the New Orleans Saints 24-15. Derek Carr had 304 yards and one interception. Chris Olave, seven receptions for 114 yards. The other side, Desmond Ritter, 168 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions, throwing in 30 rushing yards as well. B. John Robinson had another decent game, I would have to say. Uh, 91 rushing yards with a score on the ground. Hassel had three receptions for 32 yards and a receiving score as well. The Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 16-10 in the first game without Matt Canada. Jake Browning for the Bengals, though, 227 yards, one touchdown, one pick, while Kenny Pickett had 278 yards, and Pat Fryermuth, nine receptions for 120 through the air. Tennessee Titans defeated the Carolina Panthers 17-10. Bryce Young, 194 yards. That was it. Will Levis, 185 yards. That was it. Derrick Henry had 76 yards and two scores for the Titans. The Indianapolis Colts defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 27-20. Baker Mayfield, 199 through the air, two touchdowns, one pick. Rashad White, 100 yards on the ground. Mike Evans, six receptions, 70 yards, and two touchdowns. Gardner Minshew for the Colts, 251 yards through the air with an interception. Also had a five-yard rushing touchdown. Jonathan Taylor, 91 yards and two touchdowns as well on the ground. 
and Michael Pittman Jr., 10 receptions for 107 yards. The New York Giants defeated the New England Patriots 10-7. Mac Jones, the lovely stat line of 89 yards and two picks. Bailey Zappi coming in and only adding 54 yards and another interception. Ramondre Stevenson, 98 yards and one touchdown. For the Giants, Tommy DeVito, 191 yards and a touchdown as well. Jalen Hyatt, five receptions for 109 yards. Jacksonville Jaguars finally defeated the Houston Texans 24-21. Shouldn't say finally. I think that's two on the bounce now that I think about it. But C.J. Stroud, 304 yards and two touchdowns. He also led the team with 47 rushing yards and a rushing score as well. Nico Collins, seven receptions, 104 yards and a touchdown. Trevor Lawrence for the Jags, 364 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Also had a rushing score as well. The Denver Broncos defeated the Cleveland Browns 29-12. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 134 yards, one touchdown, and Russell Wilson, 134 yards and one touchdown. The Los Angeles Rams defeated the Arizona Cardinals 37-14. Kyler Murray, 256 yards, one passing touchdown, also had a two-yard rushing score as well. Matthew Stafford, 229 yards, four touchdowns, and one pick. Kyron Williams, 143 yards on the ground. The Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Las Vegas Raiders 31-17. Aiden O'Connell, 248 yards, one touchdown. Josh Jacobs, 110 yards on the ground with a score as well. Patrick Mahomes, 298 yards and two touchdowns with Rasheed Rice, getting eight receptions for 107 yards and a touchdown as well. The Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Buffalo Bills 37-34 in overtime. Josh Allen, 339 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Also led the team with 81 rushing yards and two rushing scores. Gabe Davis out wide, six receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, 200 yards through the air, three touchdowns, one interception. Also had 65 rushing yards and two rushing scores. Devonta Smith, seven receptions, 106 yards, and a touchdown. The Baltimore Ravens defeated the Los Angeles Chargers 20-10 on Sunday Night Football in a game that was much more dominant than the final score would indicate. Justin Herbert, 217 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. He also led the team with 47 rushing yards. Keenan Allen, 14 receptions for 106 yards, that Alvin Kamara kind of stat line. And Lamar Jackson, 176 177 yards, excuse me, one touchdown, also added in 39 rushing yards. And last but not least, Chicago Bears defeated the Minnesota Vikings 12-10 on Monday Night Football, the first team to win the season without scoring a touchdown. The Pastronaut, Josh Dobbs, 185 yards, one touchdown, and four picks. Justin Fields, 217 passing yards, and also led the team with 59 rushing yards. DJ Moore had 11 receptions for 114 through the air. We'll move on to a few pieces of injury news now. The Miami Dolphins linebacker Jalen Phillips was carted off the field with a torn Achilles against the Jets and will be out for the remainder of the season. New Orleans Saints wide receiver Chris Olave suffered a concussion last week, meaning that he is likely going to miss next week's game while being in concussion protocol. And then it's not all bad news. We have the Minnesota Vikings activating wide receiver Justin Jefferson off of IR, meaning he's eligible to play whenever he's ready after suffering his hamstring injury earlier on in the season. And the New York Jets activated uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers, at least uh, starting his 21-day practice window, uh, meaning that he could return sometime in the next month after tearing his Achilles in Week 1 against the Buffalo Bills. 
One piece of coaching news, as you've probably heard by now, the Carolina Panthers fired head coach Frank Reich after going 1-10 in his only season in Charlotte. He wanted C.J. Stroud in the NFL draft. The owners wanted Bryce Young. Who would turn out to be correct because it was not the owner? It's almost like the football coach knows more about what he's going to get out of the player than the owner does. Isn't that just like a crazy thought? Anyways... The games and lines for this week's games now, or the games and lines for this week's games, yep, the spreads, (laughs) spreads and totals for the week's games. The teams on the bye this week won't be playing the Ravens, the Bills, the Bears, the Raiders, the Vikings, and the Giants. The Thursday night football matchup, which is tonight as you're listening to this, Seattle Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys, who are nine-point favorites at home at Jerry's World, Jerry World. Over under set at 47.5 total points. Uh, Unless something comes to my head while I'm talking about a game, I'm honestly just going to read the line and get on with it because this is very last minute. I'm not going to want to delay you uh, and your thoughts on tonight's game. Never mind to get the rest of the episode finished. So, Sunday slate, the Los Angeles Chargers are six-point favorites traveling to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. The over under set at 40.5 total points. Patriots are bad, but getting six points at home when the Chargers are a warm-weather dome team and the Patriots are a cold-weather open-air stadium, I'm not so sure about that one. The Detroit Lions, four-point favorites, traveling to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Over-under set at 46.5 total points. Um, We also have the Atlanta Falcons, for some reason, laying three on the road at the New York Jets. The over-under set at 33.5 total points. I get that Tim Boyle is the quarterback. Did you see that he threw interceptions, plural, to the Dolphins? But at the same time, the Jets' defense is going to stuff Atlanta. If they can't run the ball, Desmond Ritter can't throw the ball. I don't see Atlanta scoring a whole lot of points here. Kind of curious on that one. The Arizona Cardinals traveling to Pittsburgh, taking on the Steelers, who are 5.5-point favorites. Over-under set at 41.5 total points. Kenny Pickett had one of his biggest uh, passing yardage games. Pat Fryermuth for sure had his biggest receiving yards game the first week that they didn't have Matt Canada. I think they expand a little bit more on that this week as well. The Carolina Panthers traveling to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers, who are five-point favorites at home. The over-under set at 36.5 total points. An ugly NFC South matchup without one team having their uh, head coach not going to be pretty I don't think the Indianapolis Colts are one point favorites on the road at the Tennessee Titans for some reason the Titans struggle with uh, giving up yardage I think it's outside of the hash marks uh, the Colts don't really have wide receiving threats that are going to run outside the hash marks Josh Downs will be a threat running across the field not so much outside but I must not know something. Over-under in that game is 42.5 total points. We move to the Miami Dolphins traveling to Washington to take on the Commanders. The Dolphins, 9.5 point favorites. Over-under set at 49.5 total points. Every team that has played against the Commanders has had their best passing game against them. Uh, If Tua has his best passing game this weekend, just expect Tyreek Hill is going to have like 200 yards receiving. Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans, who are 3.5 point favorites. Over-under set at 47.5 total points. I mean, the Broncos' run has to stop eventually, right? They started off so bad, and everyone was so convinced that Russ was done, that Sean Payton couldn't coach. 
and now they're on fire and in the AFC playoff picture. So the Texans have to end this run, right, right, right? The Cleveland Browns traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Three and a half point favorites are the Rams over under set at 39 and a half total points. The Browns may be without Miles Garrett. I haven't heard an update as of recording. Uh, heard a pop in his shoulder and wasn't feeling 100% there, but haven't heard anything since personally. Still think the Browns defense can keep the Rams in check when they may also be without Cooper Cup. That's still up in the air as well. San Francisco 49ers are laying three in Philadelphia, taking on the Eagles with the over-under set at 47.5 total points. Did we not just have the NFC Championship game last season? And like Brock Purdy got hurt in that game, but it really was not that contentious or competitive at that point. Not really sure what this one's all about, to be quite honest with you, but um, yeah. Sunday night football, the matchup this weekend, the Kansas City Chiefs six-point favorites traveling on the road to the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Over-under set at 42.5 total points. Seems about right on the number, but do remember that Jordan Love started when Aaron Rodgers had COVID during the season and actually kept it competitive against the Chiefs. A lot's changed since then, I understand, but still. Monday night football this week would have been an enticing matchup if both teams were healthy. But it's the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars, who are eight-point favorites now. The over-under set at 37.5 total points. Uh, yeah, without Joe Burrow, not as uh, highly anticipated of a matchup for sure. Uh, that's all I've got to talk about for this week's games. My best bets from last weekend, we went 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. The losers being Browns plus 2.5 against the Broncos, they got blown out. The Buccaneers plus 2.5 at the Colts. They lost by a touchdown. The push, Eagles minus 3 against the Bills. If it would have been in regulation, they would have kicked the field goal uncovered, but no. Um, the winners, Ravens minus 3.5 at the Chargers. And the 49ers minus 7 at the Seahawks. Both covered easily. Then we move to this week. Um, just rapid fire these ones off and why. The Lions minus 4 on Bet Rivers traveling to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Saints are going to be without Chris Olave, likely. Uh, Derek Carr, not the greatest. And the Lions, when they've played inferior opponents, have blown them out of the water. I'll take it all day. The Saints, oddly, have also been worse at home than on the road this season, which is like the opposite of what you would have said about the Saints in multiple previous seasons. But next we go Dolphins minus 9 on points bet, traveling to Washington, taking on the Commanders. Like I said, teams have their best passing days against this team. If the Dolphins have their best passing game, they are blowing the Commanders out like they did to the Broncos when it was 70-20. to 20. This might not even be close. So I like the Dolphins here on the spread. Browns plus four you can get on Caesars traveling to the uh, City of Angels to take on the Rams. Uh, I just think the Browns defense will be able to bottle up the Rams offense more often than not. And Dorian Thompson-Robinson will find a way to score at least a touchdown or two and keep this game close. Whether or not they win or not, don't know, but I'll take four points on it. Eagles plus three, the number on Bet Rivers against the 49ers at home. Like I said, did we watch the championship game last season? Have we seen these two not look like they're the two best teams in the league this season? The 49ers having a little extra... Um, rest playing on Thanksgiving last week as opposed to the Eagles playing on Sunday 
but the Eagles also aren't traveling, whereas the Niners went to Seattle, back to San Francisco, and flying all the way to Philly. I like the Eagles here again. And the Chiefs minus six on DraftKings going to Lambeau to take on the Packers. I just think the the Chiefs defense is much improved. The offense is kind of starting to get it together. And the Packers look like they're going to live and die with everything that Jordan Love does. And if he has a one-off game, they're not winning it. So I like the Chiefs there by just under a touchdown. That's all I really got for this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed and sorry that it's uh, late and condensed again. Trying to work on it, but with work and Christmas, it's probably not likely to get better anytime soon, but I'll do my best. So thanks for listening. I will talk to you next week. And that's all I got. Bye-bye.